Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day and welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. Darren Mitchell here on this uh, this Friday, Friday the 11th of June. I was going to call it Clean Up Friday because for many, many, many people in Melbourne, uh, it is Clean Up Friday because yesterday and Wednesday night was a horrendous night for weather. In fact, uh, we thought we had it bad. We lost power Wednesday night, 9pm, and it came back at 4pm yesterday, so Nearly 24 hours without power, which meant I had to uh, I had to find alternatives to run a workshop yesterday. So, thankfully, uh, had keys to the local football club rooms, being a um, being a member of the committee. So, um, hey, thankfully they had power. So, I had the whole club rooms to myself. So I was able to run a workshop yesterday, which was which was great. But hey, I thought we had it bad with uh, with power out for nearly 24 hours until I saw the news last night, where a lot of people in Melbourne. Have had lost cars. Um, they've had their houses pretty much destroyed by fallen trees. It's just horrendous. It's um, it's just when we getting out of the more COVID lockdowns, uh, this sort of thing happens. So it's just another thing that people have to deal with. But hey, things happen, and we can't really do much about it other than look at the bright side and find the opportunity in the situation. So in today's episode, that's kind of the theme I want to talk about in in that as sales leaders, despite what is happening, how do we become the master encouragers? Now it's a um it's not necessarily about a, a natural disaster, although it did it did prompt me to think about this last night and when I was thinking about what's what to talk about today in the in the final podcast of the week, thinking about well a lot of a lot of sales leaders could be better encouragers. They could be better at encouraging their team to find different ways of doing things. They could be better at finding ways to encourage them to lift their performance uh, and look for different different approaches and just just be just be different. Just have a have a crack in some cases. But let's be honest: in sales, uh, sales is not necessarily easy, and it's not easy for a lot of people. It can be exceptionally rewarding uh, and fulfilling, but for some, it can be an absolute nightmare. Now, from a sales perspective, it does take to be a really successful sales executive over a long period of time. It takes a lot of specific capabilities. Now, you've got to have skill or capability. That, that's a given. You've got to have levels of tenacity. You've got to have persistence. You've got to have resilience and all of that. But there is one thing that can make a massive difference to a salesperson's ability to shine and excel. And this is called encouragement. Now, I don't want to underestimate this. Now, I was having a conversation with a group yesterday in the workshop and we were running running through some leadership stuff. And one of the team members, one of the leaders were talking about the fact that in their particular team, and I won't give you the industry or the organization, but they were saying that there is a number of people within their team who are quite afraid of losing their job. So they're becoming really, really risk averse. Now, it was a really robust conversation because throughout the conversation, this, this particular leader recognized that they had been creating an environment within that team where people within the team felt as if they had to not take risks and not specifically make mistakes because they were afraid of what the ramifications were if they had made a mistake. And one of them had said, hey, I'm really afraid of losing my job. I can't make a mistake because I can't afford to lose my job. 
And I thought, interesting, let's talk about culture, right? Now, I see this across many, many different teams, across many different industries, and it's literally the full spectrum of sales teams. And by the way, this doesn't just apply to sales teams. It applies to all teams as well, where you've got leaders who are leading in a certain way. Now, there will be some sales teams that are literally down and out. The sales team doesn't want to be there. The sales executives are literally just going through the motions until they can find something better to do. They're not wanting to be there because the sales leader is a command and control leader. They're literally a dictator. Now, this is this is I've seen this so many times where the the sales leader has created an environment where people are literally walking around on eggshells. They're afraid of making decisions. They're afraid of doing things in case they get it wrong. And this all is created by the sales leader who was literally a command and control type sales leader who is very one-dimensional, one-directional, and quite instructional and not giving autonomy, not giving empowerment, and certainly not giving encouragement to their team. They are literally focused on the numbers and it's almost, uh, almost uh, what's, what's the term? It's sales leadership by, by the stick. That's what it is. It's sales leadership by the stick. Do this or else. If you don't, if you don't do that and you don't get this result, you're in trouble. And so these type of sales leaders, and unfortunately, they still exist today. And I've actually had conversations as early as last week with a particular salesperson who was looking at getting out of this organization because of the sales leader was behaving in this sort of way. The sales leader that sits in their office, they're pouring themselves over spreadsheets and CRM systems and all these other bits and pieces in terms of reports and information to find errors, to find mistakes, to look at opportunities to criticize all in the while trying to actually manage upwards in an effective way to tell the upper senior leaders how well the team's going or make promises that they potentially cannot keep. And so they then uh, (laughs) direct their attention to their team and use the stick to try and whack them into, and this is their motivational tactic, whack them into action. So go out and make 10 calls, come back and make, don't come back until you have five close sales, for example. And the conversations with them are not necessarily encouraging conversations about what mistakes have you made this week? How are you getting better? How can I help you? It's a case of what have you actually done? What have you sold? And if you haven't sold anything, don't talk to me. And I've seen this, and this unfortunately still exists today. I guess the positive side of that is sales leaders in that sort of environment are becoming very, very, they're becoming fewer and fewer, which is which is a good thing. But unfortunately, they still exist. So for the for teams that are existing in that environment, it's not a good environment and certainly not a an encouraging environment where they want to do their best and actually increase their capabilities and certainly drive the business forward. Now, there's always going to be uh, exceptions to the rule. And even within those environments, there'll be some that just see it as, you know what, this is just a, a phase. This is just a chapter in my life. I'm going to use this as a as a lesson and I'm going, to, uh, I'm going to start creating my own philosophy around sales and sales leadership so that when I get the opportunity to be a great sales leader, I'll learn what not to do. So there are lessons in these type of organizations. Now, on the other end of the spectrum, you've got what I call the Disneyland sales team and the Disneyland sales leader where everything is just wonderful. It's living in fairyland pretty much. Nothing is a problem. There is no such thing as an issue and you look at the look at every single situation in a positive light and there's no issues that are ever made. There's no mistakes that are ever made and everything is just wonderful. Well, that's just fairyland and that is not realistic either. Now, unfortunately, sales leaders that oversee these type of teams don't create any level of tenacity, any level of resilience. And at the first sign of real challenges, these, uh, these sales teams and the sales leaders simply go to water or they'll ignore the problem hoping that it will go away. So it's, it's literally the head in the stands type, type of approach. Which is, which is not conducive to good sales success and certainly not sustainable success over the long term. The best sales teams, uh, the best sales teams, the most consistent sales teams and the most engaged sales teams have 
yes, a vibrant culture. They have an upbeat culture where the sales leader is optimistic and they are they have what I call controlled optimism. But they more than that, they are the master encourager. They are always looking for the opportunity in every situation because as we've always talked about, great leaders will do a couple of things. First of all, they will define reality. They'll know what reality is because that becomes the bedrock from which to launch from. The second thing they're going to do is they're looking for every single opportunity in every single situation because they know that every problem they're faced, every challenge they're faced has within it a seed of an opportunity. And they know if they look for it, they will find it. What they're also really tenacious around is constant and never-ending improvement. They always recognize that there's another level of performance that they can get to and therefore their team can get to in terms of effort in terms of uh, performance, and certainly in terms of results. Now, the other thing that differentiates them from everybody else, particularly the Disneyland leaders and the command and control leaders, is their approach to mistakes. Now, I covered this off yesterday with with the team. I asked the direct question. I said, when's the last time you had a conversation with your team, collectively or individually, and asked them this question as part of their weekly review? And that is, what was the biggest mistake you've made this week? Now, interestingly, they looked at me as if I'd just uh, spoken in a completely different language. It just did not compute. In fact, they said, what do you mean biggest mistake? We don't, we, we're not allowed to make mistakes because we have to get things right. And I said, therein lies the challenge that we have as leaders. Because here's the thing, team. We cannot get better unless we are prepared to, first of all, make mistakes. And second of all, recognize those mistakes. And thirdly, learn from those mistakes and don't repeat them. This is this is and this is why the great sales leaders are master encouragers because they actually make mistake making a key focus. Now, when I say that, I'm not actually going out and saying please go and make uh, specific mistakes. What I am saying though is, because your focus is on continuous improvement, because you're focused on continual growth, you will actually start getting outside of your comfort zone, which means you need to do some things that are, that are not necessarily familiar with you. And so the first couple of times you try something new, you're not going to get it right. And so you will be making mistakes. Or you might get some of it right, and you might get some of it not so right. But here's the thing. Great sales leaders who are master encouragers will actually look at that and say, okay, what did you learn? What did you do well? What did you do not so well? What was your mistake and what you can learn from it? And let's go again. So keep going. Keep pushing the envelope because it's through the repetition of, of working on a good habit that you'll actually start to embed a really good habit and through that process start to expand your comfort zone. When your comfort zone starts to expand, when your competency starts to expand, all of a sudden your excellence starts to go up and guess what? The results will always follow. Think about the other side of the coin. If you've got a sales leader that's not promoting people to get outside of the comfort zone, not to make mistakes, then that team is not going to grow. In fact, that team is going to die a probably either a slow death or certainly a quicker death, depending on how focused that leader is on command and control. So where we want to be is a master encourager. So here's the thing, and this is something to think about as you are doing your reflection on this week. And certainly, by all means, start thinking about the good things you've done this week, the wins you've had, but also think about what were the things that didn't work so well? What was the biggest mistake you made this week? Because if you haven't pushed the envelope, if you haven't got outside of your comfort zone, then chances are you haven't made mistakes. And if you're not making mistakes, then I can guarantee you are not growing. So as part of your, I guess, reflection of the week, and as you start to reflect over the long weekend, certainly here in Victoria, getting ready for the next week in sales and in leadership, think about, okay, how can I become a master encourager? Where can I be increasing my level of encouragement to my team? Where can I be increasing the level of feedback I'm getting giving my team? Where can I also increase the level of feedback 
that I'm giving myself as well because I guarantee, team, that when we become master encouragers, when we can define reality, when we can look for the seed of an opportunity in every single situation, you will start to find that discretionary effort will go up, the engagement of your team will go up, people are not going to be afraid to tiptoe around on eggshells around you because they know you're there with the best of intentions, you're there to encourage them to get better because you want this team to be successful, not just in the short term, but over the long term and therefore deliver those sustainable results. And so if you can do that, if you can become the master encourager, I guarantee you will separate yourself from just about every single sales leader on the planet, guaranteed. And if you'd like some help with this as a, uh, as, a as we finish up, uh, you know the drill. Let's have a conversation. Let's see if I can help you and uh, help you get to your level of exceptional sales leadership in the next 90 days or so. Simply go to my calendar at leadwithdarren.com, pick a time that suits. We'll jump on a Zoom call, have a conversation, see whether we're a fit for each other, and we can work as early as next week and get you well on your well, well on your journey to becoming that exceptional sales leader. So with that said, as always, as we finish up the week, greatly appreciate you plugging into the podcast. Hopefully, you're continuing to find the information, the topics of value to you in your quest to improve your sales leadership. And just before we finish off, if there is somebody within your sphere of influence who you think may benefit from listening to a podcast like this, then please uh, please share this podcast. Uh, tag them, send it to them and say, hey, I thought about you. I thought this might be of interest to you. So that would be greatly appreciated. And uh, as always, enjoy the long weekend. Make sure you do your reflection and get ready to reload in next week as the new week begins. And look forward to talking with you and sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it, but also if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.